Hello and welcome to another This Is The Music Meets podcast. For this episode, we are joined by singer-songwriter Jay Tennant, who has just released his new single, Poker Polka, to fan acclaim, and this was also recently a This Is The Music song of the day on its release. Jay, thanks very much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Mark. Uh, big thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, really appreciate it. How are you doing? You right? Yeah, not too bad. I had, a, had an interesting uh, 24 hours or so, but uh, yeah, everything seems to be back to normal now. So uh, thanks and thanks very much for coming on. Um, really looking forward to it. So um, obviously, as we said there, um, Poker Polka is your brand new single um, and it's got a real funk vibe going on, obviously a little bit different from some of your previous songs. So why did you decide to change things up with this particular song? Yeah, um, so that's a good summary of it, I think. Um, I think basically, so as you know, um, I've kind of been releasing a, a string of singles like over the last nearly a year now, I suppose, um, which are going to be off my new album, um, which will be out next year, I think. But yeah, basically, uh, so the, the, the songs have been going down well with people, I think, and um, and Spectre in particular seemed to go down really well with people. That seemed like a big hit with everyone. Um, and then I followed that up with Sparks, which I thought was another strong sort of indie rock tune. Um, but I think like, I don't know if it was because uh, restrictions were sort of coming off a bit and people were out and about a bit more. It got a bit of a quieter response generally. Um, so I kind of, it kind of made me think, okay, like maybe I've done a number of sort of rock tracks like now over the months. Maybe it is time to do something different and um, had like show something else, you know. And then um, I've had that tune for a while, like in the bag, really. So I was, it was, it's, it was always going to be on the album, and then um, I was always going to put it out as a single. It was just a matter of when, really. But I thought it's the summer, you know, end of the summer kind of thing. Um, it's a good time to do it and um, hopefully people will, will love it. And um, yeah, it's, it's had a great response, I think, so far. It's kind of about a week in now and uh, people that seem to be like going for it. So uh, happy with that. Yeah. Great stuff. So was, um, because obviously I follow you on uh, your social media and you're obviously quite, quite an active presence on there. And obviously you've been keeping everyone updated um, with that you've been writing songs in your lunchtime and, and stuff like that. So was um, yeah. was was poker was poker one of them tracks or is or or are we still to hear hear them ones or um yeah so you you're gonna be like still to hear the, the new ones, I think. Yeah. Um been quite sort of productive, creative like, over the last two or three months. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a batch of tunes that are kind of there, um, but I've kind of I've kind of amassed like quite a, a lot of tunes sort of over the last sort of couple of years. So um, I think I'm just kind of taking my time about which ones I record, and and then you know it can always come back to the other ones later. But uh, yeah, that was uh, no Poker Polka was one that I'd had some time really, so um, not a new one as such. Um, but obviously sounds quite new and fresh to uh, to people who kind of been following me of late. So, yeah. It's, um, it's oh, you know how much I, I love the song anyway from the moment I first heard it. And um, it is it is very refreshing actually just to hear an artist actually prepared to try and 
I guess in a way, almost like move out of your comfort zone in a in a way with with going on to like a, a different genre of music. Um, and obviously, as, as as you've quite rightly said there, I think the reaction reaction to it's been really good. And um, uh, full credit to you, man. I think it's say so I think it's a fantastic song, and I hope that it keeps getting the you know the likes and and people really digging it. You know, you know. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, thanks for your review of it as well. I uh, really, really appreciate that. Like, it means a lot when people like yourself take take the time to to do that and um, and you know give like genuine feedback. So uh, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. Not a problem at all. So um, I believe uh, you played uh, with a, a away day radio on Sunday, which I understand was that your first gig back obviously after COVID and everything. Um, so. How did it feel to be back on stage after after all this time? Yeah, you're right. Uh, first gig back in some time, really. Uh, it's probably been you know a couple of years or so, and um, it, it was amazing to to just be back on stage, uh, have a mic in your hands, and uh, and kind of yeah, I, I, I had a, a guitarist with me, which was great, so I could kind of do my front man thing and sort of stroll about a bit, and. Um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was a real buzz, actually. Um, it had been a while and it felt like it had been a while. And um, it was a really well put together gig by Away Day Radio. Like they got this great lineup to support the institutes who were headlining. And um, and they were they were playing their their album in full, which is out soon, I think. And uh, yeah, great set of acts like on the night. And um, I, I loved it, really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a proper buzz and great to be back. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you've also got um, a support slot coming up with uh, with Shader in November in uh, sorry, at the Grey Lantern in Birmingham. Um, will that also will that be a full band gig or are you going to be doing sort of like an acoustic set uh, type thing? No. So um, so I took the Away Day Radio gig like knowing that I probably was going to have to do it acoustically because um, it's the summer's been pretty busy for one reason or another and um I kind of had it in mind it probably was going to be acoustic um but the uh the the shader gig is going to be full band so um i'm really looking forward to being able to kind of do the songs justice for me like i mean i write them all on acoustic guitar so in a way that was great to do that on sunday night because um they always say you know a good songs a good song and it, it should sound good on acoustic if, it, if it's a decent song and and hopefully you know i like to think that the songs do hold up still um so so that it was good to do them that way but um i'm really looking forward to having that full band behind me and, and doing the songs as you hear them when you play them on spotify or wherever because uh when i write them although i write them on acoustic i've always got that um that full band sound in my head really right, right. so i'm always thinking you know what what are the drums going to be doing synth parts and uh, riffs you know lead guitar bits and whatnot so it's going to be great to have and um, for, for the shader gig yeah really looking forward lovely and, and i'm sure um that you'll go down really well with uh with with their audience as well i think shader and obviously we know they're, they're a good band and um they, they seem to yeah, be definitely flying at the moment as well so um, absolutely yeah have you got any more gigs planned um, for the rest of 2021? Um, not currently, but if I get offered something, then uh, I'll definitely consider it. Um, 
because it you know like it starts september so there's, there's still three months to go so I, I could probably fit another one in there that's you know somewhere um but not currently that's the only one so far and then i've got one in march uh which i'm really excited about uh which is organized by the listen up guys oh that, yeah yeah um do a podcast as well and and whatnot and um that's in Manchester, um, and it's uh, Arcade State headlining that one for coming down from Glasgow. Um, they had a gig the other night where it seemed like they kind of tore the roof off, sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that that's going to be amazing. I think they're bringing a, a load of people down from Glasgow as well for that one, and uh, I love love what they do. So that's going to be great. And then um, the Shop Window as well are on the bill oh. as well, who I love, and I bought their album earlier in the summer and it's, it's a great record and uh, I can't wait to hear those guys live as well so I think it's a great bill and um, I think it'd be quite a busy one and I already know of quite a few people who are going uh, so uh, really looking forward to that one yeah that's in March so oh lovely I um, wholeheartedly agree with your comments there about both Arcade State and um, and the shop window uh, my interactions with, with both bands seem to be you know they seem like top lads and um, they're yeah, very much so. Released and the album that you mentioned for them from from Shop Window as well was fantastic. So, um, what was the first ever gig that you went to? As a fan, as as a fan, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that's going back a bit, um, <laughs> showing my age. So, yeah, that was um, that was a really big gig for me actually personally. Uh, so. When I was about 16, I think, uh, this band just appeared out of nowhere and it was like the Britpop scene was kind of, you know, going on and whatnot. And uh, it was a band from uh, Macclesfield called Marion. And um, they, uh, they, there was something about their sound that like really struck a chord with me. It was it was a quite sort of post-punky sort of sound, mm -hmm. like quite fast, energetic songs, but with a real sort of anthemic quality to it as well. Uh, so I went to see them in Wolverhampton at the uh, the Wolfram Hall, and uh, it's amazing. Like first gig, and I, I think your first gig's always special, and um, you know for you know for, for everyone really. And um, yeah, they were amazing. Like just on fire that night, and um, everything sounded amazing. So that really kind of like stayed with me, I think. And um, it's probably even now it's, it's kind of like an inspiration to me, like um, remembering that gig and like um the power of the songs and the, like the passion and whatnot and um, so yeah yeah that was, was a big gig for me yeah how about you what was your first one um my, my, similar to you in that it's all uh always stuck a call to my head my um my first one was uh to see oasis at wembley stadium in in 2000 uh wow. luckily luckily <laughs> for me it was it was the night that liam was on uh good behavior uh, not the, yeah, not yeah. the second not the infamous second night so uh, i was i was very lucky so um Oh, you can't get much bigger than that. So, uh, yeah, fair play to that. <laughs> so, um, you're headlining the gig, uh, and you're allowed to select uh, three either solo artists or bands. Um, we'll say from the new music scene, as that as that's what we're sort of both promoting. So, who do you yeah. think uh, would you would you ask to come along and support you without putting you on the spot too much? <laughs> okay, uh, no, great question. Um, and like, I mean, it's a tough one because, uh, as you know, there's so many like great bands and solo artists around like uh, at the moment in that sort of new music scene. So it's definitely a tough one. Um, I'm going to kick off by saying I'm going to choose uh, The Shed Project, who I, I know you're familiar with. Um, 
saw your interview with Roy the other week. Uh, great guy. And yeah. uh, I love their sound and I love what they're doing at the moment because, um, you know, they, they're kind of organically growing the band, you know, off under their own steam without any sort of outside help and whatnot. And then, um, and it's all about the tunes as well, you know, just great anthemic tunes, good time tunes that are going to sound great on a Friday, Saturday night. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm going to pick the Shed Project, definitely. Um, I think they, they would be amazing, yeah. And it'd be a pleasure to, to do a gig with them. Me and Roy have chatted a bit and uh, we'll do that at some point. I, I think it's uh, it's on the card, so that'd be amazing, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Would there be anybody else that you'd, you'd, you'd ask to come along and, and, and support or...? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I'll pick three acts. Yeah. Um, so next up, uh, I'm going to choose Sam Lambeth, who um, I think you spoke to last week as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not picking him for that reason, but um, <laughs> he, he's a great interview, by the way. But no, he's, he's a great guy, really supportive of, of everyone like in the new music scene. Again, great songs, really talented and uh, just like a lovely guy as well. So um definitely put Sam on the bill. Um, and then I'm going to choose Senses as well, um, who are like kind of local to me. And um, well, like three quarters of the band, I think. Yeah. One of them yeah. Is, but, um, yeah. Again, like great guys, really supportive of, of everyone else, like really sort of genuine down to earth. And um, I love their, their music. So uh, again, you know, that, that would be great addition to the bill for me and um yeah i met callan the other night at the uh the institute's gig really nice guy and um yeah i i mean i think with those three acts um what a bill for me like personally um you know love to see all those guys live so uh yeah that's uh that's, that's a great lineup and uh i'm sure if that was to happen I'm, i think you'd um you'd get a lot of people uh, and you'd easily sell out the venue comfortably uh, so that's a great, great lineup. So you've obviously released um, four songs, I believe, now in 2021. Um, each one has obviously been very well received. What would you say is your personal favourite? Um, of those four songs? Yeah. Um, so just trying to think, think what they are, yeah. So <laughs> I, I think... I'll probably choose Spectre, I think, because yeah. um, again, it was one I'd had, I'd had a while, and um, I really had no idea how that one was going to sort of go down with people, and um, it really surprised me that like it seemed, so it's been the most popular one I think um, by some way. So, and um, it's it's great to sing live actually. I think um, I really enjoyed doing that one on Sunday night. So, I think. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a tune that came out of nowhere, really, and um, it's kind of surprised me. And um, I'll, I'll choose that one, I think. But I'm I'm kind of proud of all of them, so it's it's quite tough to choose in a way. But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can imagine uh, that it is it is difficult, really, just to go off just one one particular song. Yeah, definitely. So, um, which probably which is probably about this next question a little bit difficult for you to answer, maybe based on based on that answer. So, um, right. For, the, for those that don't know, um, you've got a highly impressive uh, back, back catalogue uh, stretching back to 2016. Um, and you also got a couple of albums in there. Um, 2018, sorry, 2018's From the Far Field uh, and 2019's Escape Roots. Um, 
from each album, can you tell us which song is your favourite? Okay. Um, yeah, that's a tough question. Um, so from the far field, so yeah, as you know, that was a kind of World War II sort of concept record, really. That was the kind of zone I was in when I was writing for that one. Uh, favourite song? Wow. Um, I think I'll choose Modern Heroes because um, that album kind of came about. I'd, I had three tunes to start with and they were Modern Heroes, Animals and Berlin, which kind of almost finished the record, really. And um, yeah, I, would, I like when I had those three tunes, I thought, OK, I, I'm on to something in terms of the sound that I want to do here. And um, I, I developed it into that full album. But Modern Heroes was the first one that I'd, I'd written and I, I put it out as a single, I think, like way back. And um, not many people heard it really and probably still haven't. But um, yeah, it was one that I was like, quite proud of writing, I think. I hadn't really done a song like that before. And um, I think it's got something in terms of like the story and the way it builds and stuff. And uh, I, I think in the studio, we kind of really nailed it on that one so I'll choose Modern Heroes for for that album yeah um from Escape Roots um I think I'll choose The Stranger which again um I think like that was a an early one that I wrote and uh and then like after I'd written that I felt like okay the rest of the album's got a kind of match up to this now like I felt like it was one of my better tunes and um I think like again it's because it was a while back, not that many people have heard it probably, and like the streams are pretty low on it. But I know people who have heard it really love it. So um, I've definitely it's definitely one I'm proud of, I think. And and like I wrote the lead riffs on that and stuff, and kind of shaped it and whatnot. So uh, it's, it's one that I'm sort of personally proud of. So I'll go for the stranger, yeah. So for, for as I say, for anyone that hasn't heard even not just the, the two albums but obviously the other the other sort of eight sort of the mini eps and, and and single releases that you've done um the stuff on there is brilliant and um it does deserve to be heard um and, and the two albums are are, uh, are are brilliant records and as i say they oh, thank you they definitely need to be heard um so people that are listening to this once you've listened get onto spotify or buy it on itunes and and support jay's music um so I understand. Thanks. That, uh, that's okay. So, um, I understand that you are um, a Spurs supporter. Um, how do you think uh, they've handled the Harry Kane situation, um, and with and what would be considered to be a good season this year? Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I am a Spurs fan for my sins. Um, I, I'm a little bit more sort of distant from it these days. Not quite as wrapped up in it all, but uh, I do still follow them. Um, I think they've they've been quite clever the way they've handled that actually uh, because I, I think they kind of let it sort of roll like rumble on for a while and and kind of let sort of Kane do his you know the moves that he made or whatever like whether he did sort of skip training or not I'm not sure if it's sort of fully known I don't know but um, I think Spurs were quite clever about about that and and you know any bid that might have come in and and whatnot they seem to play it quite coolly knowing that he's still got three years on his contract and uh and i think in the end um maybe there was like a gentleman's agreement uh between him and the uh the chairman uh and he's sort of gone back on that but 
you know the, the contract is kind of what drives it, I suppose. So um, I think they played it well, and um, he's ended up staying, and uh, they get another season out of him, and he's, he's obviously going to score goals. So uh, yeah, I think I think they've played that quite quite coolly, quite well. And um, what would a good season look like? Um, so I think it started quite well by the sounds of it. Um, so that's promising. Um, I think with Spurs, like you always feel there are a couple of players short. You know, the, the chairman always leaves them a couple of players short from properly competing, from winning that cup or, you know, that piece of silverware or definitely challenging for the title or whatever. There always seems to be a couple of players down. So, and I think that's probably the case again. But um, hopefully Nuno can work a bit of magic and uh, the players get behind him. And um, I think a good season would be top four. And, you know, if they can win a cup as well, then amazing. But uh, it's been a long time. So I think Spurs fans by now, you don't you don't um, expect it by any means. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> So um, uh, going back to the music now. Um, so, what are your all-time three favourite albums? Oh, what a question! Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, so, I'm gonna go for Exile on Main Street as my first choice, um, which is an album I've, I've like loved for you know some time and. Uh, been listening to again more recently and um yeah I, th- I just think um I, I remember a housemate like recommended it to me like years back and was like um put this on late at night after you've had a whiskey or something and, and it'll proper make sense and uh, and I was kind of like oh, okay I didn't quite sure what he wasn't sure what he meant you know um and it was one of those records where like it did take me a little bit of time to sort of get into it but I think it was right you know I think like if you do listen to it sort of late in the evening or whatnot it it, um it really sort of hits home like more in a way and uh but I just think like what a record um the the way it's you know hangs together and like the whole backstory to it it's just phenomenal you know and um yeah just what what a great bunch of songs so um that's going to be my first choice. Um, second choice uh, might be a bit controversial. I don't know. Um, they're a bit of a Marmite band, I think, with a lot of people. But um, I'm thinking about what I grew up with and, you know, records are important to me. And um, I, I grew up with you too. So um, for me, like Acting Baby was like, it sort of hit me at the right time just as I was sort of getting interested in music. And um, it was a proper gateway album into, you know, then into the uh, Britpop scene that followed a couple of years later and whatnot. Yeah. And um, kind of really set the tone for me, like in terms of guitar music, I think. So that's a really important record to me. And I think it's a rare album in that, you know, it's, it's one of those where like every track is really strong, like for me. And um, hangs together, like hangs together really well as like a full album and uh they reinvented themselves as well. So I think it, like with the tour as well, like the Zoo TV tour, that was a massively influential tour. Like no one had sort of done anything like that. And uh, yeah, so I think that was a really key record for me. Um, and then, God, third choice. I think I'm going to go for the Bunnymen. Um, Echo and the Bunnymen. 
Heaven Appear, which um, is probably my favourite Bunnyman album. A lot of people say Ocean Rain, but Heaven Appear was the one that, for me, again, a bit like Exile, like, initially I was kind of like, oh, what's this? You know, I couldn't quite get my head around it. And then, like, when it kind of hooks you, you just, like, totally get into that record. And um, again, I, I think that was the Bunnymen kind of really sort of flexing what they could do as a band, uh, which then sort of led on to Ocean Rain and whatnot, what have you. And uh, I just think it's a really strong record, like really good songs. And it's a bit overlooked, I think. Um, but for me, it's a classic album and you've got that iconic uh, cover art as well uh, on the beach in Wales. And um, yeah, just one of those records that means a lot to me, I think. Yeah. There's uh, three, three fantastic choices there, and um, I don't think there'll be too many people uh, will, will be disagreeing with them choices either. I think they're uh, three, fantastic, three fantastic records. Um, so if you could in invite three musicians to join you for a drink, who would you invite? Wow, what a question. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, okay, I'm going to start with Jagger, I think. Um, you know, what a guy and like what a history of music and stories that he'd have to tell, no doubt. So uh, let's let's have Jagger down there, I think, um, straight off. Um, who else? God. Um, so I'm going to say Ashcroft, I think, Richard Ashcroft. Um, again, and uh, like he and Mick would get on great, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, again, like, you know what a music career he's had and and it's still still going strong and um all those classic songs and what have you and i'm sure he's got a lot of stories to tell as well about the verb and what have you so uh let's put richard, richard ashcroft in there um third choice uh god okay do you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say noel gallagher because Again, like I know he divides opinion a little bit and uh, you've kind of got the Liam Camp and the Noel Camp these days, it seems. But <laughs> I've always liked Noel as like an interviewee and like I think I think he's interesting and he's funny and I, he tries to be controversial at times, I think, and maybe probably still does that a little bit um, for effect. But um, he's, he's like really switched on, I think, and um, a funny guy, um, charismatic. So... Uh, yeah, Noel Gallagher is at the table. There you go. That would be, uh, I'm sure that would be a great night out as well um, with, with the four of you. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think there's uh, three, three fantastic choices in there. Um, so what would be uh, your go-to karaoke song? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I've not actually done a lot of karaoke in my time. Um, yeah. Yeah, nor have I, I don't know. Reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think I think you've got to go for a bit of a crowd pleaser um, for me. So I'm going to go for The Clash and Rock the Casbah because um, such an upbeat tune, uh, you know, proper sort of feel good tune. Great song. So uh, I think that will be my choice. Yeah. Great. Fantastic song. Get the um, place going. Yeah, definitely. So is there, uh, if, sorry, if you had um, a musical time machine, and you could go back and watch any gig, uh, anywhere, uh, where would you go? Um, wow. Um, God, you've got, to, you've got to look at Woodstock, haven't you, I think? And, and just kind of, you know, the talent there and 
and the the occasion and you know the historic sort of significance of that and um, so yeah that would definitely be uh be up there as as a choice um or like one of the classic doors gigs um that would be phenomenal as well you know uh, see them in their prime um yeah so i guess like one of one of those choices really um if that makes sense <laughs> it is yeah no it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's difficult to to choose just one really to, to be honest with you but um and, it, and obviously there's probably loads that are screaming out in your head as you're going in going no choose that one but it's uh it's, yeah it's, that's uh, right um like joy division or uh the cure or the clash you know the jam there's there's a lot of, i could choose there just to throw a few names out but um yeah i'll, I'll go for woodstock or the doors yeah yeah fantastic so um you said at the beginning uh, earlier on in the in the, uh, in the podcast there that you you believe your new album's probably going to be out uh, next year. Um, so will there be any more sort of like new music before then, or like for the rest of this year at all? Or yeah, so um, yeah, I'm kind of taking my time over over getting the album sort of finished. It is almost there now, but um, and like there's definitely a couple of big tunes that no one's heard yet so i'm looking forward to sort of putting those out so yeah i think the album's gonna be out next year but um as you know I, I kind of like to keep the the songs flowing a bit every couple of months um just to kind of sort of stay in people's heads a bit i suppose but um but also because you know I'm, I'm trying to sort of record quite regularly as well so i just like to keep it flowing for myself anyway but yeah, I would say there's uh, there's definitely going to be at least one more single out this year, and I'll make sure it's a big one. Um, probably kind of October time, I reckon. Mm -hmm. Um, ahead of that Shader gig in November, so look out for that. Yeah, it'll be a big two. Fantastic, and I'm sure that um, I can definitely speaking on behalf of other people here a little bit, but I'm sure that um, everyone will be really excited uh, to hear when that song actually, you know, when you announced the, the details of that and obviously eventually when it is uh, in, in our ears, so to speak. Um, oh, thank you. That's not a problem at all, my friend. Um, unfortunately, that is the end of the podcast. Um, okay. I thank you very much for coming on and, and having a chat to me. I've really enjoyed it um, and getting to know you a little bit more and, and, and the recording process. Um, and I, I can't wait to see what's in store uh, for you next uh, and that. Um, especially with the Shader gig coming up as well. Um, and I wish you all the best of luck with that and, and the album as well when we uh, when that is finally available for us all to have a little listen to. Um, Thank you. Um, Thank you. If you don't already, uh, then give Jay a follow on his Twitter, Instagram and Spotify accounts. And as we mentioned earlier, he has got a couple of albums already on there and I highly recommend that you do give them a listen. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in to today's episode. I'd be forever grateful if you could like, retweet, subscribe and comment on the podcast. Um, but more importantly, give Jay's music a listen. Jay, I will see you somewhere down the road, my friend. Thank you very much once again for coming on. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Nice one.